Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pineapple Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Leonard. Unfortunately, I forgot to tell Vanessa Blackman that we were doing a podcast because I've been so busy (laughs) and I've been sick. So sorry, Vanessa, when you hear this. Um, But this is an episode that is close to my heart. Um, And I have so graciously passed this off to our host, or not our host, but our guest today, which is Mr. Lance Donfin. Lance, say hello. Hi everyone, happy to be here and happy to be here with the uh, the orientation master himself, Cameron Leonard. So yeah, thanks for having me, man. All right, no problem. And yeah, I guess I will be the master of this today, but no, not really. <laughs> but um, no, so this episode is strictly for new student orientation, um, just to start getting some information on what's going to be happening um, when you start orientation, uh, what should your parents be expecting, Um, when they attend or if you're going to have any family and guests that attend and just what the whole experience is when you're going to start your journey as a Rosen College student. So let us be the first to welcome you um, to the Rosen College. When you hear this, uh, please go ahead and subscribe to the Pineapple Podcast, and we hope that you become um, an avid listener um, in the future. So, but before we get started with all that, got to break it off with just a simple question because we are hospitality. So Lance, um, give me your best or your most recent hospitality experience that you can um, that you can you know give out to the people. So pretty recently, actually, um, I I did a just like a few night trip with my partner for our anniversary um, down in Delray Beach, which is a really good area um, right on A one A in the Ave. And we stayed at this um, hotel resort place. We'd stayed there before and we tried to do a, an ocean view this time because um, mm-hmm. it, it kind of sees right over the top of a lot of the buildings. So we were kind of excited about it. Um, nice. And then we got there and there was basically a room issue. So to compensate us with the room issue, they gave us like the next level. So we ended up wow. getting this like panoramic view of, um, you know, all of the Atlantic Ocean um, and stuff. Wow. So it was absolutely gorgeous Uh, we've stayed down there a few times but uh this was by far the best view so yeah that was a great hospitality experience i I thought about our students when i thought about that yeah um so you know definitely if anything ever goes wrong you know you can uh, make a happy guest by doing a simple room upgrade or something like that yeah absolutely because and i and i say this in um orientation all the time too when we talk about the three pillars um, and one of the three pillars, students, if you're listening, is service. So if anyone can remember, that might be a, a, a pop quiz or something when you come to orientation. But one of them is service. And what I always explain about that part is that not every experience that we all have is going to go perfect, right? Like you guys went to the hotel where you were and they didn't have what you, you know, that you what you purchased, so in, in order to make sure that the customer was satisfied, you and your partner, they upgraded you guys, which was which made everybody happy, made the made the property happy, made you guys obviously happy, got a nice view, got to have a nice time, a nice experience. So that's great. Yeah, it was it was awesome. They definitely get a, a five star review for that. So shout out to uh, Atlantic Suites on the app. Nice, nice, nice. Um, OK, so moving right along. Lance, give me your orient. Well, where did you get your undergrad from? Well, so I, I started at FAU, excuse me, did my mm-hmm. first two years there. Um, and then I finished up here. So I have two two separate orientation experiences. 
Okay, so let's start off with FAU. Do you remember anything about your orientation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I do. I mean, it's been a while, um, but I do remember a good amount of it. I just remember a lot of the excitement and stuff. So, you know, going into college for me was interesting because I was going to my, um, you know, my local school, right? So I grew up in, in the Boca Deerfield Beach area. So going to mm -hmm. FAU was 10, 15 minutes away from my house and literally across the street from every school I'd ever been to. So the excitement factor wasn't incredibly high, but honestly, orientation kind of brought it up because I saw all the opportunities and things I could get into, um, you know, and all the people I could meet and everything like that. Um, and it was actually mandatory that you stayed overnight there, um, mm, which was cool because okay. it kind of, I yeah. didn't, I never dormed in college. All right. So, um, so that was something that I got one night experience with it um, at orientation. So it was definitely really good um, experience and help with the transition made me really excited um, so, you know, there was a lot of things that I took away from that. And I think, you know, for our orientation experiences, you know, with our incoming freshmen at the Rosen College, it's, um, they're going to get a chance to do something really crazy because they're going to be the first freshman to have their whole UCF orientation at Rosen. So, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot to look forward to, honestly. Yeah. And my orient, I had two as well. Um, and actually me and my wife were, we were talking to my kids this morning, um, which they're six and five. So, they were probably looking at us like what but um <laughs> in a lot of we were just telling them like i was trying to tell them my college journey so i went to a small school um in lewisburg college and i went to lewisburg college first it was an, it's a small small town in north carolina and my orientation experience i can't even tell you what i did i just remember my dad like checking me in <laughs> and just kind of like leaving me there um, and me kind of figuring it out. Um, and then I transferred to, well, I actually went to three things. So I did Tallahassee Community College, long journey, everyone listening, <laughs> you'll, you'll get the whole full breakdown, the full detail. That'll, that's a, that's an individual podcast that I'll do about my journey one day. <laughs> um, but anywho, then I transferred to Florida State and I remember that one slightly, but it wasn't, um, and not to throw any shade, but it wasn't as engaging as I was hoping because I always wanted to go to Florida State. That's like my dream school is to go to Florida State. Um, and it was just, I remember sitting in a, in the auditorium um, and just kind of going through the process. I went, I remember going to a classroom to talk about something. Can't really remember what we talked about. Learned the fight song. And that was pretty much it. And I was often on my way. Um, and it's just kind of full circle for me with the orientation experience and what the students are going to be experiencing um, when they start with us, Lance, is we're trying to create some memorable experiences and memorable things um, throughout all of the sessions and just the interactions with us so that they can remember something. So with me doing orientation over the last four and a half, five years, um, and now with you, you know, um, leading the charge in all of this, I think a lot of our discussions that we have is making sure that there's a, a unique experience and something that they can remember, um, something that they can just take with them and, you know, kind of create rapport and relationship, um, you know, which I think the Rosen College has a great way of doing that uh, with all of our faculty and staff and us as advisors and, you know, the orientation, we really try to create relationship and experience. So um, students, when you come in, you'll attach to somebody. Uh, whether it's myself, <laughs> uh, whether it's Lance, Edwina, Vanessa, you'll start meeting all of the advisors and the support staff around the campus. 
um, and things of that nature. So we'll get into all of that. But that's, you know, basically the orientation experience that I hope that everyone gets out of this. And, you know, we'll, you know, kind of elaborate on that as we move forward. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, that was my experience. It was an experience that I can, that's kind of like a distant memory, but doing orientation for me now, um, and, you know, kind of being in the road of, of leading it and, you know, still supporting orientation, um, I definitely try to have highlights and play music or something that's just engaging uh, with everyone. So hopefully that's what everyone gets out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, ahead, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say real quick. Um, no, it's, it's so important to make sure that they take something away from it. Cause it's like, you listen to what we're talking about for me, this was only like six or seven years ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I can't tell you too many particular details about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it, the, the biggest thing about orientation is it's like the initial it's the initiation into the university right so it's the first time being exposed you're having all this stuff thrown at you mm -hmm. so that's why kind of coming in and having the perspective of like just having the open mind let all of it sink in because then that way when you're in that advising appointment or when you're sitting across from you know someone in caps or you know someone with student life wherever you are at the university your brain's already been exposed to some of that even if you don't remember it yeah it's able to sink in a little bit better um you know so just kind of try to have that perspective about it, that this is like your very first experience with anything UCF. Um, of course, unless you've been to an open house. So, yeah. you know, it might be overwhelming, but it will sink in, you know, subconsciously on some level. Yeah. And I think that leads right into the, you know, my next point of, you know, what students can expect when they attend. So, you know, primarily, um, you know, our FTIC students, you know, will more than likely hear this more so. Um, and other students this can apply to transfer too, but mm -hmm. what students can expect, and I guess I can, you know, kind of speak to this a little bit too. What I tell students is try not to remember every last thing that you're going to read, um, because I don't, I don't know if it's even possible. <laughs> um, I know that you have family members that may help um, with, with the transition into getting into UCF and the Rosen College, but I try to, you know, try to break, try to break those things down because it, there is a lot of information that um, that is sent to you, you know, you guys as student incoming students from first year experience from it's going to be a lot of information sent just from the UCF community, um, from various offices and departments and things like that. But what I also um, what I also say during orientation is to take out the things that are most important to you. Right. What did, what 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 did you want to accomplish um, by the time that orientation ended um, for FTIC, meaning first time in college, that's what FTIC means. So we're already kind of like, what does FTIC mean? <laughs> um, first time in college. So freshman students, basically, um, what are you, what, what was, what was your goal when you, when you started um, this, this process of going through your two day orientation? Um, and I would just take it that way, because if you do, um, then anything else is a bonus. Um, and there's things that you can always come back and review, but try to take out the things that are most important to you that you know that will stick and um, that that your family that what your family wanted you to know and everything else will kind of fall into place. Um, because again, there is there's a lot of information and a lot of resources and things like that that you're going to learn about um, and that you're going to want to be exposed to and want to get involved with and um, just hear about. So I would just say set some goals write some notes down and, you know, kind of take it as that. What do you, what do you have on that, um, Lance? Yeah, no, I mean, that's actually a really great point. I think um, <clears throat> when I was thinking about this and, and in just 
preparing, you know, for orientation and thinking mm-hmm. about outcomes and stuff like that. I think um, a great note-taking strategy for classes in general that would apply here for orientation is to write after you leave class. Um, one of the best note-taking strategies is to write down all that you remember from the class right then mm-hmm. so that you can kind of like recommit it to your memory. And I think with orientation, that's a good thing to do. Like write mm-hmm. down a few things that you want to be a part of your plan for your first year or two. You know, because you might you might um, hear, you know, you guys will get to know Fazal Jameer, you know, who does study abroad um, for the college. And you're going to hear his presentation. You're going to be so excited. But then maybe, you you know, swing into the next thing. You might forget in the moment that, oh, hey, like, you know, I actually really wanted to do that. So, you know, to your point, Cameron, I think definitely trying to right after you leave and you guys have two days for FTIC transfer. It's one day. So whenever you have a break, just, you know, write something down. And then come back to it and be like, okay, this is something, you know, start, this is something that I want to get done in my time at UCF, um, you know, so you can kind of start to create, um, you know, what your experience is going to be and some goals for it, because you're obviously not going to do everything that you want to do. But if you write it down and you stay with it, you can accomplish, you know, basically everything that you want, especially at school at UCF. I mean, yeah, the, the possibilities of what you can do in your college experience are absolutely endless. Yeah. Um, so, so be sure to kind of, you know, make sure you make more than just a mental note of things that sound interesting to you. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of force our students to get involved anyway. So yeah, exactly. In a lot of, a lot of different ways. So, um, which is a good thing, um, too, because I always say that too, don't be a student that just, you know, go to class and go back to your dorm or your apartment, um, and, you know, kind of, you know, let the day get away, you know, um, you know, we have things in place and then plan for you to get involved. Um, <clears throat> I will legacy. We'll talk about that later uh, for <laughs> FTIC students. But, you know, little things like that, that students will be able to expect to hear about um, over that time period of the of the two days of FTIC. Um, and then with transfer students with POMP and RCLC and, you know, um, the Rosen student organizations, the professional organizations that they'll hear about study abroad like you brought up Lance like those are things that you can expect to hear about and also you know while it you know may come off as um shall I say for lack of a better term boring like the policies and the procedures of what what it means to withdraw and from a class are what it means if you have great forgiveness and you know things that a lot of students coming into you know, uh, a four-year university probably doesn't hear that terminology about a lot, but that's so critical in knowing those policies and, you know, what those items are. And that is in the pre-orientation content um, as well. So you guys that are listening to this and will hear this um, in the future for both freshman students and transfer, there is pre-orientation content that you guys um, have been um, assigned to from our college. So go through those presentations um, that are there. Um, and again, start to familiarize yourself with those policies and procedures. Again, I know it may be lengthy or wordy, but what I also say too is you don't have to try to remember and all of that on your own. When you get to orientation, ask us like, hey, I've reviewed, you know, the withdrawal policy. I couldn't quite, you know, gather what that meant or what is an incomplete grade or what, you know, but those things come up, you know, we are also academic advisors, Lance and I, and, and the other staff that you'll meet during orientation, we are also academic advisors as well. And I can't tell you how many times 
we talk about, you know, withdrawing our grade forgiveness with students that that need that type of support or just need that type of information to be able to get through their academics and matriculate towards graduation. So, um, you know, while some of them may be looked at as a as a negative connotation, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it benefits, you know, um, but you just have to kind of see where you fit uh, within that. So those are some of the expectations and things to expect. Um, over that time too. So, um, you know, definitely go through that pre-orientation content as well. That's, you know, that's really a foundation of how to, you know, familiarize yourself with what to expect during orientation as well. Yeah, that's, um, that's super important. And especially because everything that when we were talking about, you know, getting exposed to the information, your brain kind of started to take it in. Then when you get it the second time at orientation, you know, it might feel more familiar, might be able to really kind of take it in. Um, and just to kind of emphasize, you know, what you're talking about, about some of the academic policies, um, how well you do in your first semester is really vital um, and sets oh, yeah. the tone so much for your entire college experience. So if you're coming in as a summer admit, um, you know, 100% prioritize that summer because um, that's important for a number of reasons. But the fall is even more important. Um, you know, so doing well in both of those terms um, and really trying to get involved because, you know, a lot of the research kind of points to that your first semester, which once again, if you're a summer admin, your first term technically, um, you know, for, for a lot of purposes kind of would be considered um, fall. Of course, you're, you're taking courses in the summer and your GPA right. would count towards that and all of that. Um, but all the research kind of points to the fact that students who are more involved in their first um, semester and do well, you know, have a higher likelihood of, you know, graduating on time and having a good college experience and everything like that. And if it doesn't go that way, because it, it might not go that way for some of you, that doesn't mean, you know, that you won't do well, but just kind of prioritizing, you mm -hmm. know, the early going um, and, and kind of trying to carry some of that, you know, excitement, you know, throughout, it definitely makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, a great point. That first semester is very critical. Um, and not that you got, you guys are going to be taking quantum physics or anything. You're not. <laughs> we're, we're a hospitality. So, um, nothing that um, that strenuous of a subject matter, um, especially in your first semester, but just the importance of just making sure that you're, you know, locked in academically um, and that you're starting because that leads to scholarships and, you know, just a strong GPA and, you know, things like that leading into the future of, you know, what you guys are going to embark on as students. So, so yes, yeah, so but that's a great point. Um, so leading right into the next. So we're going to have family and guests. Um, so how many family and guests uh, are, how many are expected at the, at the first FTIC um, orientation? Yeah, so for June 22nd, 23rd, we are expecting um, at least 100, right around 100 okay. um, family and guests. So yeah, we'll have a sizable, uh, you know, parent and family and guest um, presence on campus this, later this week. Nice. So what do you, what do you think should be some of the I guess expectations for family guests. Um, what do you? What are some of the things that you would highlight or want to point out for what they should be expecting for their students? Um, well, first, I think um, you know we're grateful that um, you know any loved ones of um, you know UCF students are take the time out of their days, you know work schedule and whatever else they have going on to come to orientation. Um, you know, so we definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, and it's, I would just say trying to take away um, everything that you can do to help support your students. So, and, you know, some of the presentations will hit on this more specifically, but kind of, you know, moving into the role of, you know, of, of a supporter, um, mm -hmm. you know, right? So that relationship and that dynamic is slightly changing. And orientation is one of the first kind of places to kind of recognize that and see that. Um, so kind of learning how to support 
your student, all the resources that we have that you can remind yourself, you know, remind your students of and, and help them out with. Um, and then also some of the ways that you can get involved. Um, you know, first year experience has the family weekend every fall, which is a really, really great event. Yeah. Um, get to go to um, games, have a whole bunch of activities planned across campus. Um, and Rosen usually does um, a little event for that as well. So that's something, you know, the family and guests can look forward to, you know, but at orientation, just trying to, you know, number one, enjoy yourself for, for students and family and guests and meet people. I think that's to me, like the two biggest things are enjoy yourself. Cause if you enjoy yourself and try to have a good time, you're going to probably remember more and take more away and then network and try to meet people. Because even if you live in Georgia or you live in California and you're a family and guests flying into this and, you know, people you meet are, you know, local to the Orlando area, you know, mm -hmm. you can still, you know, get their email, get their phone number and, you know, talk. I mean, it helps to have a network of, you know, other supporters of UTF Knights. Um, yeah. So, I think coming in, trying to network and meet people at the transfer, you know, session that we did at Rosen a couple of weeks ago, you know, we saw a good deal of that, um, yeah. which was really encouraging to see. Um, so I think those are kind of the two biggest things is try to enjoy yourself um, mm -hmm. and, you know, try to meet people. Um, and if it's only lasts for that one day, then it only lasts that one day. But it, it could be something that could, you know, really grow into something that could be fruitful for not just, you know, yourselves, but even your families and your students and everything like that. Um so yeah, that's what I would say. But it's a it's a really good, I think, two day program filled with some cool stuff. I think actually for FTIC, the family and guest programming might be more fun than for yeah. than the students. There's some cool stuff in there. So okay, nice. So uh, family guest got some good activities and some good yeah. sessions to to um, be prepared to you know participate in and and all those good things. Yeah, I mean for me, um, you know, uh, with me doing orientation and and leading it for when I did. Um, you know, the parent presentation was always one of the, one of the fun presentations for me, um, just because I know how, you know, engaged they are, um, and how eager they are to make sure that their students get off on the right foot. And one of the things that I always try to, um, express is that, Hey, parents, family guests, look at me, trust me. I got, I got the students and, you know, the support staff and all that, you know, we will support the students throughout that whole day. Um, and make sure that they are well informed. Um, what I also I tell this both to parents and students, you're not going to um, satisfy everything as far as, you know, the class, the incoming classes, those things honestly mm -hmm. do take time. That's probably the one thing that especially if you're an out of stater um, or, you know, you, you know, just recently sent in transcripts or something like that uh, within the past day or week or so. Um, we have over, I tell this all the time, we have over 66,000 plus students that are, you know, and support staff. So, you know, probably closer to 70,000 uh, people at the campus. Um, and a lot of that goes through the registrar's office, right? Especially when you're talking about grades and test scores and, you know, what got in and things of that nature. So the best thing that I could tell for parents and for students is to bring that type of information with you because that does help out uh, with the schedule planning a little bit later on throughout that day. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, the advising of, you know, what's going to happen two, three years from now, we just want to focus on those two days or that day if it's transfer, um, because that at least will help you to know that the, the, the playing field is level um and that you're starting off on the right foot as far as about you know what classes are you know just just getting your students through the door and at that point letting them 
you know, start to take control of their academics. Um, and, you know, like you said, use use the family and guests as support. So that's, you know, probably the best thing I could tell, you know, family, guests and parents and stuff like that. All right. All right. So we have ID cards. So do you have any <laughs> updates? <laughs> updates? I know that that's a that's a, a big a big thing to have. Um, so what do you have about ID cards? Yeah. So, I mean, um, as long as you have submitted your photo, um, which is in the task list. So your orientation task list, if you hear us mention that day of, um, mm -hmm. that's a pretty central tool to your onboarding process. Um, and so anything that you don't do on there will, you know, result in the whole orientation hold staying on your account after you register, um, at orientation. So just keep that in mind, make sure you get through all that. But one of those is submitting, your UCF photo or your UCF ID, right? So as long as you've submitted your photo, um, we actually have um, a, a card, I guess, printer um, at the Rosen campus in the Rosen housing office. So we mm -hmm. will have them printed for you guys day of. Um, so once again, everyone who submitted their photos in um, prior to orientation day, you will be able to get those. Um, and then you'll be able to you know, have your UCF IDs, get to feel all official, um, you know, you can use the UCF ID for, you know, a number of things, but uh, it's definitely something, um, I still have all my IDs and I look at them sometimes. I think it's, you know, it's a cool thing. So that'll be your biggest piece of merch and you'll, you'll be able to get that at orientation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got mine. Um, weirdly enough, it's sitting in like my toolbox in my garage, um, <laughs> my Florida state one anyway. Um, don't okay. Know, don't know why I put it in there, but it's in there. Um, but yeah, I still have it. And that's something that I, you know, that's, it's a collector's item at this point. I don't want to give it up. It <laughs> brings back a lot of good memories and stuff like that. But yeah, so you will be able to get your ID cards as Lance State as long as you, you know, are able to follow the task list. And if you're not able to get it that day, um, then you can always go over to the main campus and mm -hmm. um, retrieve it there. Um, and, you know, in the John T. Um, Washington, you know, Breezeway, have the ID um, card services there. You can you can get that there. All right. Um, health holds. Health holds, health holds, health holds. All oh, those pesky <laughs> health holds. Um, so I, you know, this is a recurring, you know, thing. Um, so students, if you run into this issue, this will probably come up more so during the registration session and and Lance you can elaborate on it but if you have any holds or see anything now by looking on your my UCF I mean I would say try to rectify any of those holds that are there the only thing that you know that should be there and will, will stay there up until a certain point during the day two of orientation is your orientation hold am I correct Lance mm -hmm. yep that'll be there until 3 3 p.m um on day two of the for FTSE and then 3 p.m. for transferring. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, health codes, you know, if you have any immunizations or any documentation or anything like that um, regarding those things, try to make sure that because those are sometimes, you know, they don't, they don't pop up until they pop up. And, you know, the worst time for it to pop up is during registration because everyone's excited during that time to finally get their schedule solidified um, in some fashion. And, you know, those are some things that kind of reoccur. Um, at that point. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Common myths. What common myths are there about orientation, Lance? 
Oh man. Well, I mean, common myths about orientation. There's, there's definitely a lot. Um, I, and there, and no judgment whatsoever in, in, in this, if, if this is how you think about it coming in, it's all good. I don't know why you would have too much of an idea of what orientation is, you know, for students and even some family and guests. Um, a lot of people think the orientation is like a, a, a glorified tour. Um, so mm-hmm. we get that a lot. I know first year experience gets that a lot. Um, you know, so that's definitely one that we can debunk right here on the Pineapple Podcast. Um, yes. it's that's actually um, an incredibly small aspect of orientation, right? I mean, for FTIC, you're looking at, I mean, you know, what, 17 hours of programming and stuff that you're going to be doing. Um, yeah. now obviously, a few hours of that is eating. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the rest of it is jam-packed, you know, things that are all designed to help you in your transition, right? So, um, so yeah, definitely more than a tour. Of course, you will get the tour. You will understand, you know, campus and stuff. And and by the way, if, you know, since all Rosen students do are required to um, have their orientations at the Rosen campus, if you plan to spend any time on main campus, whether you're a transfer, FTSC, whatever the case may be, um, you know, definitely reach out to undergrad admissions to schedule a tour of main campus um, so that you can kind of you know, understand main campus a little bit better and uh, where Cameron used to be located and where um, I still am, um, mm-hmm. classroom building one, suite 302, that's where our other advising offices. Um, so we have myself and a couple other advisors, instructors here. Um, so we do have another Rosen Student Services office on the main campus. Um, but if you ever wanted to, you know, kind of know a little bit about campus, you can always come up and ask us to, um, we'd be more than happy to uh, to help you out. But yeah, so um orientation is more than uh than just a tour that is definitely myth number one okay all right cool um and yeah um i I was yeah and then with um i don't know other other myths um i guess that you're only there to get into classes that would probably be another one um so that's obviously a a huge part of it and i think especially for transfer students and that's kind of the way that it's designed is because you know they have the college experience coming in um mm-hmm. which you know for some students might not be as much um and that's something that you know that we have to probably do a better job of in, in orientation is not just gearing it towards students that come in with an aa some students might be coming in wanting a freshman ftic experience from orientation right. yeah um you know so but transfer is definitely more expedited um so yeah you're going to do more than just getting your classes of course that will happen but try to kind of um you know, compartmentalize that and focus on, you know, what's going on in front of you, you know, like we kind of talked about. And then, you know, when that time does come, you know, um, 10.30 to 12 on day two um, for FTIC and then 10.30 to 12 for, for transfer. That's when, you know, we'll talk about your degree overview and you can ask a couple of those questions. And then really the registration lab from three to five, that's when, you know, it's all all about, all focused on getting into your courses. Um, so, but c- try to save a little bit of that energy for then so that you don't miss out on anything that could potentially help you throughout the rest of the program. Nice. Any more myths? I have one. I'm trying to think. Um, I think, I think that's it. Um, I think I'll keep the, the rest of them, you know, um, kind of close my, to my heart. So yeah. here's my, here's my, here's myth number three. You cannot leave early. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. That, so I, I, I mean, I know it's a long day. Um, a long two days and we and we try to you know you have to get a lot of information in um you know with family and guests and students and stuff like that um so um unfortunately do i, I don't unfortunately unfortunately whoever you know some people may look at it as a positive too so i don't you know i want to single those out either but um do plan to be there for the for the schedule period time that you do have to be there 
Um, we do have sometimes families are, you know, students are like, hey, can I leave now? Like, no, like this is a whole orientation <laughs> thing. You got a whole, you got a whole spread out for you. So, um, but again, like, like we were talking about earlier, as far as your orientation experience, we do try to make it an experience so that, you know, looking at a, a watch or your phone for the time or anything is, you know, kind of not necessary. Um, so we try to make it fun and engaging so that by the time you look up, it's like, oh, you're registering, or you're getting done with day one or whatever the case may be. And, you know, you're coming back for the next day or, you know, you're ending day two or ending your transfer orientation. And, you know, that was that you had a good time, you learned a lot. And, you know, now you're, you know, at that point, at the end of orientation, you're an official, you know, UCF mm -hmm. night. And at that point, um, you know, you can kind of move forward with, you know, the rest of your classes and, you know, just kind of, kind of starting to pave your path, you know, type of, of what you want to do and who you want to become um, academically and professionally um, and personally. So, um, so yeah, so um, no, you can't leave early or anything like that. You do have to be there for the, the the time that that's set through the schedule and all that. So, but we'll have fun guys, please trust me. We'll we're gonna <laughs> have fun. So no worries there. Um, all right. So a few more questions. I think we probably already answered um, how you should feel about coming to orientation. You think we answered that? I think we kind of did, right? Yeah. I mean, um, the only thing I would add to that is just, yeah. um, you know, if you if you are feeling, I mean, anything under the sun, really, but any sort of anxiety, nerves, stress, um, you know, anything, just kind of, well, I mean, number one, just sit with that. Um, it's a good mm -hmm. thing in general to not reject your feelings and to validate them. Um, mm -hmm. But, and we will also validate them day of if you have any mm -hmm. sort of concerns or anything, we're, we're there to help. Um, but, but yeah, just kind of, you know, sit with that and, and, and come in, you know, just kind of with some, some good open energy, um, you know, because sometimes when we do come in, um, when we are anxious, you know, or we're a little bit more self-conscious, we might tend to kind of like close off a little bit. So it's mm -hmm. completely fine to feel those things but kind of try to come in cognizant of the fact that you might be feeling those things because it's a big, it's kind of a big day. I was nervous going into my orientation and it was literally across the street from my high school. I grew up going to FAU, mm -hmm. um, you know, so come in with a good energy and open energy and that way it'll be so much easier to meet people because especially for you guys coming in, you're all going to be in orientation with your fellow students, with your peers, yeah. right? All UCF students are your peers and you have the whole university to make friends and, and use, utilize all the resources, right? But you're going to be in classes with probably most of the people that you see in orientation. Of course, some may be in different majors and they might be on a little bit of a different path, but a lot of you guys are going to be in a lot of the same courses. So right. definitely, you know, come in with a good, you know, with a good attitude and, and ready to meet people and engage um, because these are the people that you're probably going to be around for the next two to four years, depending on, you know, how long you're in for. Um, so yeah, don't forget that, you know, because you might um, you might see these people, you know, might need a pencil from them, day one of classes, might need an extra yeah. piece of paper, whatever the case may be, um, you know, so yeah, definitely come in, you know, despite however you're feeling and, and really try to have an open mind um, and a positive mindset to meet people and engage. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, one of the things I used to do on orientation, I used to, well, everyone will, will learn that I, I do love Stevie Wonder. Um <laughs> Parent, family guests and you know parents and students included um including you guys too as far as you know the advisors and stuff everyone kind of knows it around the college a little bit but um I used to have a period of where I would just have students you know meet one another um and just hi my name is and you know kind of take it from there and I can't tell you how much that benefited 
um, just the overall experience of orientation when you know that you know someone there with you. And like you're saying, Lance, these are the same, more likely the same students. And because you're having it at Rosen, we break you guys up into majors anyway. Um, so those are going to be more likely that you're going to see that person in a class or two a handful of times over by the time that you graduate, right, before you graduate. So it's good to know a face, um, you know, that you're going to be taking classes with, going to be in a student organization with, um, just going to, you're going to see on the on the shuttle, riding back and forth to the main <laughs> campus, to the Rosen campus. Um, again, like you said, borrowing a pencil, oh, can I borrow your charger or anything? It's it's good to to know people. I mean, that's what the college experience you know, is about, is about meeting people and networking and kind of creating those lasting relationships. Um, some of my best friends that I have now, I met in college um, and we've stayed, had that connection just by, you know, hey, my name is, or we had some similar interest in something. Um, and I just did an orientation last week and, you know, it was a, a smaller setting, but by the time that we got through the to the schedule planning session, you couldn't tell me that they weren't all, in some ways, shape or form, friends are, are yeah. going to be further associates um, down the line because they were all communicating, talking um, with one another, like, oh, you're going to take this class and this class, or what about X, Y, and Z? Um, you know, those are, th that's what we want to happen. We want that community to start building. Then it's like, we can only do so much as it as advisors. The rest of that is on on you guys as the students to kind of create that community, you know, we try to lay out as many resources and engage and do all of that. And what I always say too, is like, I'm not sitting in the classroom with you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, I've already kind of completed that, <laughs> that part of my life. Um, and while I do know that the classes that we have at Rosen um, are great um, and engaging and things like that, that you'll get engaged with, you know, but it's also on you guys too, to kind of do that. So like you said, Lance, like come in with the open mind, um, to, you know, engage and to, to meet people and, you know, that'll, that'll take you a long way. And we're hospitality too, guys. So you kind of already have to come in with that spirit anyway, of being welcoming and all of that too. So we are the Rosen College of Hospitality Management. So you guys already have that energy. We just, we're just kind of repeating something that's already known out here. So, but anywho, um, but I, that, those are some of the things, you know, but like Lance said too, we're, we're also going to validate your feelings too. So there, you know, I'm naturally, um, and Lance might giggle at this. I'm naturally an introverted person. Um, in a lot of different ways, um, you know, but when you're out and about and you're going and, you know, going towards your goals and your academic um, aspirations and, and all that, you know, there should be a light switch um, or something that you can turn on that, you know, helps you to get further along within that. So we will continue to, you know, provide resources and things that'll help you with that. But definitely, um, you know, I think that is probably... I always say this too, like the college experiences, you know, for me, that's a big part of all of this. You know, you guys, you guys are going to get the academics and all that, but the college experience is probably a big percentage of why, you know, you guys are starting at UCF and wanted to come to college is because the college experience is very, very priceless, is very, very unique, um, and you can't reheat it. Like the, like a, an analogy, like you can't reheat 
like McDonald's French fries because they don't taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you try to, they're going to be so like, so this one experience from orientation on to graduation, this like block of your life is not going to be duplicated again. Like it's going to be very unique. It's only going to happen at this time. And when it's over, that's it. And you move on to the next thing. So, you know, be open and engaging and, and ready to, you know, kind of take it all in and, you know, get the resources of help and all those things and meet people and you'll have a good time. Yeah, it's um all of that is so important. And I think um just kind of talking about the the way we frame the college experience. I mean, if you come into orientation and you, you know, meet people and you take a, a lot out of it, that's going to snowball right into your first semester. Even if you're coming into the fall, you know, I did my, my freshman orientation in June, like right around, you know, now, I think it was around mm -hmm. June 20th, something like that. Um, and, you know, I had to wait, you know, two months before starting, but I was so excited coming off that experience. So, you know, like Cameron was talking about, the college experience is, is one of a kind. Hopefully for you guys, it's only one. Cameron and I obviously have multiple. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been at four institutions, um, one way or yeah, four institutions, one way or another. Um, so I have a degree from three, so it's, um, hopefully you guys are, are nights through and through. Um, but you know, just, just really capitalize on this time in your life and use orientation as a springboard for that, because I'm sure you have a lot of things that you want to accomplish and definitely try to be real with yourself about what you can accomplish and what you can't. Um, right. but there's nothing wrong with setting your, you know, with setting your sights on, on things that, um, you know, on, on things that you want to accomplish. And then if you don't accomplish them, then it's all good. Um, but at least you tried. So yeah, right. you know, orientation can definitely be a springboard for all of those things. Um, you know, and the, the college experience is, is definitely a special thing, especially at UCF. Um, I have, you know, half my college experience at UCF and I can tell you it's a super special thing. Um, there's just something in the air of being a student here um, that, uh, I don't know, you guys, you guys will find out. You'll find yeah. out eventually what that means. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely something in the air about being a UCF Knight. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, oh, I know, I know one, I know one that we didn't bring up. I don't have written down where you should stay. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge one. Do you have any, any advice on where you should stay Lance? As far as like when you, when you start classes, like, should this be main campus, Rosen campus? Like what are, what are some of the tips you can give for that? So I, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time, you know, for, um, for housing in, in every sense of the word, um, whether that's college, you know, rental market, um, you know, housing market, um, it, it's all definitely a crazy time. Um, so I personally think that, um, and I know that I work for the Rosen college, but I think that when you come in as a freshman living at main campus, to me is, is the ideal setup. Mm -hmm. Right. And then maybe you do one, you know, two semesters of it, and then you move to Rosen in the summer. Um, but I think that becoming a part of the UCF community is a huge thing. So, you know, yeah. whether that's at towers or, at um, you know, like Neptune and all of those dorms um, or at Lake play or something like that, which is more apartment style, more similar to how Rosen is, mm -hmm. um, you know, or Northview, wherever it is. Um, I think getting that experience on main campus is a huge part of it. Um, so definitely trying to do that. And then you can shuttle over whenever, you know, and spend a good yeah. amount of your time at Rosen too. But if you do, if you really want to have that experience, you know, the Rosen College apartments are great. They're year-round leases. Um, you know, you have the beautiful pool. 
Um, mm-hmm. You could, you know, make use of Cameron's basketball hoop that he's got out yeah. in the parking lot. Come on over. <laughs> you, can, you can use that whenever you want. You can obviously, you know, come see us and, you know, all the faculty and staff that are there all the time and use all the resources at Rosen. Um, and the Rosen College departments are really nice. Um, it's, it's definitely pretty good. I can I can say this not to throw shade at any other institutions, but there are some institutions that are a little bit older than mm-hmm. UCF and some of those dorms, um, you know, places that Cameron potentially might have been at. Um, some of those dorms are not as nice um, and they're very old. Um, you know, there's places at UF that have songs written about them because they're haunted and, and yeah. you know, and stuff. And I've actually stayed stayed in one of those before. It's a little scary. Um, but anyways, you know, you have some really good housing options at UCF. Yeah. Um, and then at Rosen, if you guys are a transfer or you want to live off campus, talk to your peers because they mm-hmm. have some of the best recommendations for places to live. Um, one of the OLs, we were t- having this conversation last week with a student at orientation and one of the orientation leaders, um, she's a Rosen student. And she was telling them, you know, she gave them a whole bunch of suggestions for places by Rosen to live that are cheapest. And, you know, you can find roommates at and stuff. So, um, you know, and you can poke around on different Reddit's Facebook groups they have for UCF, um, especially mm-hmm. with housing stuff. So, um, but yeah, you know, if you want to live by Rosen, definitely kind of try to reach out some of your peers and talk to people at orientation about it. And of course, talk to us too, you know, and at main campus, you really can't go wrong, but if you do stay at the like Neptunes and um, I think at Apollo and some of those other places that are like behind the wreck and wellness, just Mm -hmm. know it is an absolute hike to all of your classes. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, so that would be skateboards and and bikes and, you know, so you guys will get around and you know, it's, yeah. Hey, it's in Florida, so it's Florida. Come on now, it's year round. You know, it's year round good weather. I mean, except for like probably right about now where it's kind of blistering out. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, you get used to it. I mean, hey, it, you know, especially for like the freshman students, it's the you know freshman thing to do. You got to take those walks sometimes. You have to, um, and even even me sometimes I I find myself like walking around. I'm just like, dang, I've been walking for a long time to get to this place. Um, but I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, get familiar. Parking in the events garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, Lance, you know, you know, I, I I take long hikes for other apparent reasons too. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so no, I think that's a a good point too. I mean, especially for our freshman students, like staying at the mm-hmm. at the main campus, um, I think kind of lets you get all of the UCF feels, you know, as far as community and you know, just kind of really ingratiating yourself with with becoming a UCF night. Um, you know, fall is, you know, probably the the best time um anyway, um, just because, you know, the sports and, you know, football season and all the events and homecoming um and things of that nature are all um, you know, well, you know, worth the hype and to be talked about spirit splash, um, all those different things that you want to be a part of. But there's another layer that we have too and another you know, um, part that we offer too as a Rosen College and we have our own, basically our own community, you know, our own campus um, that Mm -hmm. that sets apart. So, you know, there's two different campus lifestyles that you can get, um, you know, out of that, you know, so I think that 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 pays dividends for students that want to work closer to where we are because we are in the tourist district of hospitality. Um, So we're closer to Disney and Universal and iDrive and hotels and and things of that nature where you can really kind of jump into the professional setting and start to build that portfolio for yourself as students um and sometimes you know some students don't want to do the the main campus 
you know, stuff just for a lot of different, maybe they don't have any classes there. Maybe that's just not them. Um, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but that's why I think it's a benefit that we have our own campus and our own housing too. Now, you know, as far as availability, you know, obviously we can't, you know, guarantee or say, you know, what or what with that, you know, you obviously have to check with UCF housing on those things. But um, when that opportunity does come, um, you do have options um, within that. And I think that that's, you know, good that to always have options and have, you know, you know, be able to choose where you can stay or, or in the area that you would like to stay. Um, or you can plan out in future semesters, like may, maybe the fall semester you're staying at Maine and the spring semester you can stay at Rosen or whatever the case may be. But I do know that it's, a uh, you know, they do fill up fast as far as those Rosen apartments. So try to get in a little bit early. That's, you know, probably the best advice I can give um, off of that. But yeah, and then with the Rosen campus as a whole, I mean, it's been explained to me, it's almost just like a private school, you know, in a lot of, for a lot of intense purposes, because it, it is, um, you know, a smaller campus. Um, so everyone has the same mindset and, you know, community feel of that. So, and Rosen is a very unique and, and beautiful campus, like it, like the upkeep from, mm -hmm. you know, everyone that, that upkeeps that from, you know, our staff and things of that nature, our custodial staff and, and maintenance staff and all that stuff. They do a marvelous job I and mean, there's a number of them and they do a marvelous job of the upkeep of that place and I mean it's I mean the Rosen campus is beautiful um and it's a unique experience and if you haven't been to the Rosen campus you won't know until you get there and then it'll give you all the hospitality I think that's when all of you will kind of drink the hospitality Kool-Aid at that <laughs> point is when you actually step foot on the campus because it, it's unique in itself um and it has benefits in itself that you know that you know, the main campus can't offer um, for that from classroom sizes to, um, you know, things of that nature with building rapport with faculty in a lot of respects. Um, and things the student like lounges, the student lounges, um, just the space and availability and things of that nature. So the Rosen campus definitely has its benefits and, and, and all that. But, you know, that's, you know, that's why you're in college, you have the option to choose and, and that's a good thing too. So but yeah, so I, I thought I, I would bring up housing and, you know, where to stay. <laughs> stuff too. Um, oh, one thing I do want to talk about too is is my is my program is my baby. Um, really quick, <laughs> is the I Will Legacy program, and this is specifically for freshman students. So this is the I Will Legacy program. That is called um, well, it's I Will. So, but the, it's called Wellness Involvement Leadership and Learning. Um, so this is for all freshman students that are listening. So this is a um. It's a foundational program where you'll be able to get involved um, with a little bit of everything as far as the UCF and Rosen College community of uh, various of, of events um, and things of that nature. So I do have T-shirts and things like that that I'll be passing out during the FTIC orientation. So I have a presentation. I want to give away all the all the details of it now, but just to kind of put that in your head now. Um, to, you know, get ready to get involved with that. We'll have a good time with that, but just want to put a quick plug in for that. So, so yeah. Um, and I plug the social media too. And the social media. Thank you, Lance. The uh, Instagram. So if you start following at Iowa Rosen on Instagram, now you'll be able to see a lot of what we do, the schedules and the events that we've done and what the students have engaged with and, um, you know, things of that nature. So go ahead, check that out. Um, you know, get familiar with that. You'll be involved with it real soon. So, so yeah. Um, all right. So a few more things here. So schedule planning, advising, what is all that about, Lance? 
Well, I mean, I think academic advising is a pretty central part of the college experience, in my opinion. Um, you know, for me personally, I utilized it a ton when I was at FAU because I was kind of in between things that I wanted to do. I changed my major at the end of my freshman year. I only changed my major once, which I, I think is um, actually I, I, I would have thought that I would change my major like four or five times, mm-hmm. um, but I only changed yeah. it once. Um, but the academic advisors were so helpful to me um, and really just kind of getting me centered in any way. I, I think that um, if you're ever feeling shaken up, um, overwhelmed, you know, or just confused, and I have students who always come to me when they feel this way, um, just go see an academic advisor first, you know, because even if it's something that's not in our purview, we'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll send you to CAPS, you know, we'll refer you to student care services, you know, or we'll tell you to you know, go to the RWC or wherever we're going to tell you to go to, you know, somewhere in um, Trevor Colburn Hall, there's tons of different academic resources in there, peer tutoring, academic tutoring, all the different um, types of stuff. But uh, academic advising is really central, I think, to to the college experience and, and to doing well. So, um, you know, with specifically more advising things, I think after orientation, you're probably going to be a little bit overwhelmed, um, you know, so I think that probably scheduling and advising, not probably, um, I strongly recommend that you schedule an academic advising appointment at some point during your first semester. So if that's during the summer, you don't have to during the summer, but during the fall for most of you, um, and if it's during the summer, that's that's cool too. We're here um, scheduling an appointment. So we can kind of just really give you the personalized um, overview of everything, talk mm-hmm. about anything that you need to talk about, answer any of your questions, and kind of just give you the optics of what your degree path looks like. Um, when we talk about things like degree path, though, you know, and Cameron already hit on this earlier, really try to focus on where your feet are and what you can see directly in front of you. So when I say that with advising, I mean, you have everyone has enrollment appointments for different terms. So mm-hmm. when you guys come in, you'll register for the summer, either summer and fall or just fall. And then in the fall, you'll register around um, early November. You'll register for just the spring and then the spring you'll register for summer and fall or summer, fall and spring, if you reach those qualifications. Yeah. Um, so when you have those enrollment appointment times, um, it's really important to focus on just those. So I know sometimes, you know, students can get caught up in what's going on, you know, two, three, four, five, you know, semesters ahead of them. And that's important to understand what it's going to look like, but you don't have control over it. We don't have control over it. We don't know what courses are going to be offered. We don't know, um, you know, when they're going to be offered, if it's going to be online, in person, mixed mode, whatever the case may be. So really try to focus on what you have control over right now. So right now, when you guys come in, you have control over potentially the summer and fall or just the fall. Yeah. Focus on that. And then, you know, moving forward, then we'll talk, you know, more about that kind of stuff. But if you stress yourself out too much about, you know, things way off in the future, it's not going to benefit anyone um, because likely it's not going to play out that way when it gets to that point anyways. You know, most people change their major during college. Um, most people change their career paths during their lifetimes, like literally four to five times. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things, things are going to change, you know, you're a human being, you're going to grow. Um, so definitely try to stay focused on that, but we're here to help you, you know, through, you know, whatever you need. And we'll show you a bunch of different tools like the Pegasus path, the MyNight audit, mm-hmm. um, you know, your shopping cart and how to enroll and things like that. So, um, definitely utilize your academic advisors, just like we talk about utilize office hours um, with instructors and getting to know them. Utilize us too, because, you know, we can connect you to a lot of different things. Um, And with some of the policies that are coming down too, there will be things that you won't have access to without our approval. So obviously having that rapport with us will make a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I always uh, joke with students too, that 
um, you know, they come to orientation. It's like, I need a four-year plan. I was like, well, you're not graduating next semester. So, um, <laughs> you know, try not to, you know, like you said, overwhelm yourself with um, four-year plans. I mean, we have tools and resources that can get you that. Um, mm -hmm. But at orientation, that's, you know, that's not the 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 optimum time to get that done. Um, just because the intent and purposes of orientation is to get you all of the um, the the onboarding information that you need to know how to function as a UCF student, to know about the resources that are around you that are important that you can utilize. And then that's why we always have, that's why our advising offices are open Monday through Friday. That's why you can always schedule an mm -hmm. advising. And we can go through, you know, these four-year plans or three, however long you're going to be here plans um, in a more, you know, in a, in a setting that's conducive to where you can really focus on that, right? Because mm -hmm. that orientation, I mean, you can't register for spring anyway right now. You can't register for next summer right now anyway. Um, and like Lance said, I mean, the classes can, you know, what may be offered online in the summer may be in person in the next summer or something may change within that. So, you know, for us to, you know, really go into the weeds of that at this moment in time, especially during orientation, um, won't be won't be appropriate for to utilize your time effectively during orientation, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but we can talk about that and you can schedule and, you know, you know, you can come and get to know us. And, you know, like I, me and Lance are talking, or I, I don't know, maybe I said it on here, but some students attach to certain advisors within our college, like they only want to oh. meet with Lance just because Lance went to FAU and for some reason <laughs> FAU clicked with them. And, you know, that's how they start to build the rapport and relationship with, with Lance or, you know, someone loves Stevie Wonder like me, please come on. We can <laughs> talk about it. I got vinyl records in my office. I got a record player in there. Nice Spotify playlist. You know, I got, I got <laughs> things in my office to make it nice and comfortable where we can um, discuss in our other advisors, uh, the Vanessa's and Edwina, like they all have students that, only want to meet with them. And that's a good thing because something about that relationship clicked with that student and that advisor. And we want to be more than just telling you what classes to take. I mean, I think it's easy for all of us as advisors to say, like, take this class, this class, um, you know, um, we can create schedules. I mean, you know, that's a lot of what we do. Um, but a lot of what we're um what we're able to do too is we've created programming and resources um that's allowed us to create relationships and i think that's what makes us different as advisors um at the university is that we really try to, to create relationships with our students uh, with the faculty and staff um to ensure that you know we're doing more than just schedule planning with you that we're also listening to you that we're also understanding what classes you want to take and you know, you can, you know, um, say like, hey, Cameron, I know you said take this, but I was thinking about doing this and I want you to feel comfortable enough to tell me that. And as long as you meet the prerequisites and all those different things, then sure, let's go. Let's 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 figure it out um, and let's see what's best for you, because you do have to get the degree. And this is, you know, it's going to have your name on the degree and it's not going to have an asterisk my name in it because I didn't earn <laughs> it. You, you're going to earn this degree. Right. So I want you to have all of the say so. Um, within it and you know I think that's the best way to kind of utilize you know advising and all that and as far as like the scheduling the right time I think um, once you get through your first semester try to be a little ahead of the curve because we do have peak times yeah. with advising too right um, and you know everyone's going to be in the mindset you know of getting advising all at one time try to beat that wave 
um, because we do get busy um, with schedule planning and things of that nature. So I think Lance said sometime around November is a real hectic time because it's, you know, one, it's holiday season is coming up. Um, final exams are starting to come up, midterms and stuff like that all start clashing together. So I would say, you know, that late September, early October is probably an optimum time to come in and get it academic advising um, to kind of beat that wave. Because once we, once it, once it starts, it, it starts and, um, you know, our schedules get filled up very fast. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's not a lot of time, you know, for, you know, walk-ins or, or things of that nature um, to try to accommodate everyone all at the same time. So if you can beat that rush a little bit earlier, that's just a little word to the wise is to come in and beat that wave a little bit earlier for sure. Yeah, it's it's um it's kind of like, you know, when, when your lease is up and if you don't re-up like yeah. in a way ahead of time, right, that when you go to try to, you know, find a new lease, you know, that it's really hard and because you're trying to do it at the last second. Yeah. Right. So you're going to have difficulty with finding another place. Um, so it's kind of the same thing with classes. If you think about it, you're only in them for 16 weeks in the fall and spring. So if you start yeah. thinking while you're in those current classes about the courses that you can take in your next semester earlier, mm -hmm. then that gives you a higher likelihood of getting into what you want. Um, and us being able to maximize, you know, our helpfulness to you. I mean, we're going to of course make time for you, but like Cameron is saying, um, there's no reason to only come see an advisor when your enrollment appointment opens. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, in the spring, March, in the, you know, fall, October, November, um, you know, late October, November, like, you know, come see us earlier than that. You know, we're here 12 months of the year. So yeah. you can, you can utilize us um, as long as I'm not doing an orientation, you know, of course I'm always here. Everyone's, you know, always available. And, and we do most of our advising through zoom, unless you have the in-person preference. So it's pretty accessible. So definitely make use of that and, and try to plan things out, you know, a little bit ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Pegasus Pad, um, our director, uh, Lori Safford, was just uh, telling yep. us about that. We need to start mentioning that more. I know I always utilize it. I know Lance, I know you utilize it during advising appointments as well. But for the students that are incoming, Pegasus Path, Pegasus Path, Pegasus Path. So if you don't know what it means, just remember that word and keep mentioning it to us and we'll show you what that is because it, it's really a, a unique tool that breaks yeah. down each and every semester. So if you're even, you know, looking at your MyUCF um, suite right now and, and just kind of clicking around and going through things right now and you see Pegasus Path, for one right now, it might not look, look accurate. Uh, for one, um, just because you haven't, you know, signed up for any classes or things might not be updated, um, you know, a certain way or simply enough, you might not just know what you're looking at when you're looking at the Pegasus Path. Um, but that's a tool that we're going to always utilize. I always utilize that in my advising appointments for for every for every student that I meet with, along with looking at your audit. But that's stuff we'll we'll climb into later. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Um, let's see, uh, what, is there anything, anything that students should be bringing? Um, a good hospitable attitude. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously bring that. Um, so yeah, physically, and, and this should be, you know, in some of the communication that you guys have been getting. Um, so I mean, definitely come with a backpack kind of, you know, I would plan to, as if you were going to class, although for, you know, freshmen, of course, you've, you've never done that. So, um, you know, bring, bring a backpack, pens, pencils, paper, bring your laptop. 
And then um, for transfers, 100% bring your transcript from your previous institution. It doesn't have to be physically printed, but it can just be online on yeah. your laptop. Uh, but make sure you have that PDF or whatever type of document it is. Um, you know, and for you know, for freshmen, have your um your college board if you take AP, your Cambridge, you have ACE, have all that signed in because sometimes I've had students where they don't have their password and we're just sitting in the registration lab, you know, they're kind of poking around for their password, um, you know, and stuff. And there's nothing that, you know, I can't do anything about that. Um, so make sure you're logged into all the stuff that you might need day of, because we might need to look at your college board if you didn't do your ECE. If you're listening to this and you don't know what an ECE form is, please do your expected credit evaluation form. Um, you should, you can email me about it. Um, if you, uh, I think there's actually an ECE at ucf.edu email. Um, yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't received yours. So we have an idea of what you're coming in with. Um, cause that'll be very beneficial to us. So yeah, just, you know, come in, you know, bring, you know, backpack, laptop, pens, paper, pencil, all that good stuff. Um, and you know, food will be provided. So you don't have to worry about that. I, we kind of hit on that, but, um, you know, you'll have food prepared by our, amazing culinary staff um yep. i kind of joke that I, I you know i work at the main campus that i only ever come to rosen when there's food yeah um so and i guess orientation uh, you know follows that through as well um so our culinary staff is absolutely awesome um so you'll have some good meals but yeah so that's what i would say everything to bring um maybe a lanyard too if you have some sort of lanyard that you could throw your ucf id in um, but yeah, so that's basically it. And we'll, you guys will get some merch day of, don't worry. And we'll send you home with, with some goodies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, those transcripts and passwords and all that stuff, your laptops, um, you know, those are, you know, definitely some critical items, um, to bring along. So, yeah. So, um, any, any lasting, uh, any lasting takeaways you got, Lance? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I think, you know, just kind of reiterating everything we've said, um, just try to enjoy yourself. That's really the ultimate bottom line. Um, you know, come in with an open mindset, enjoy yourself. We're going to do some really cool things. Um, we have some some games and stuff that you can play and some engaging interactive activities. And there'll be some stuff that's heavier, too. Um, so whether that's academic policies, whether that's talking about things relating to the college experience, um, you know, you're going to be interacting with a lot of different people and demographics and um, and you're going to be kind of on your own for the first time for, for, for freshmen. Um, yeah. So we have, you know, some, some sessions dedicated to addressing some of those things. So, you know, come in with an open mind to every session and try to take something away, um, you know, but at the end of the day, just enjoy yourselves um, and know that, you know, if you walk away from there and you don't, you know, remember anything, just remember that the Rosen College, you know, um, our academic advising team, we are here for you. Um, so that's what I would say is the main kind of thing, you know, we're, we're here for you. We're going to help you through, um, you know, really whatever you need. And if it's not something that we deal with, you know, that we'll direct you to the right place. Absolutely. Um, Especially Cameron. He, if you want to make an academic advising appointment, um, you should really only meet with Cameron. He, <laughs> he loves to meet with students. Um, I, but I, in all seriousness, he always has the most packed schedule. Um, I, I swear. So he's, he's meeting with students 24 um, seven. Hey, and Cameron what, is great. That's so what, if you that's what I do. No sleep. Exactly. Meet, just meetings all day. <laughs> um, but exactly. no, yeah, I, you know, I do, I do enjoy what I do. Um, and especially around this time orientation is, is, you know, I get a little giddy around this yeah. time, um, with all the things that go within, um, getting it done. Um, I know Lance is enjoying that part, but when I was in, the, <laughs> um, you know, all the things that go within, you know, getting the orientation set up, 
um, but also meeting and, and bringing in you guys as new students and families yeah. and welcoming you all into the family of Rosen College and the UCF family. So again, welcome if we haven't said that already, but welcome again. Um, so yeah, but let's jump into these pineapple chunks. So this, guys, is the time where we get to know Lance just off of and or or what he would like, you know, more so than the other thing. So we'll get to know him and and see. So Lance, let's go right into pineapple chunks really quick. Okay. Um, so our little game here, and then we'll close out. So Lance, uh, Disney or Universal? Universal, no brainer. All right. Uh, Harry Potter, the Avengers, or Star Wars? Star Wars, but Harry Potter a close second. Okay. All right. So if you don't know Lance, Lance is a is a is a is a sports fanatic. Um, loves everything UCF and FAU. Um, so Lance, which would you rather have? Would you much rather have a UCF national championship in your favorite sport <laughs> or a FAU national championship in your favorite sport? All right, I'm gonna give you three three answers because oh, three boy. three sports that I, I love the most. Okay. Okay. UCF softball national championship. That's for uh, sure. Diehard UCF softball fan. Please come okay. to come to the games. Yeah. And support our girls. Um mm -hmm. UCF football championship. Get our second one. Because mm -hmm. we are in the NCAA record books. Um yep. and an FAU basketball national championship, which we came very close very to already. Close. Oh, um man. so yeah, <laughs> that's what I would say. Oh, Any man. other sport, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Either way, I'm I'm happy either way. Nice. All right. Okay. Beach day or spa day? Definitely beach day. Road trip or plane? Depends on who I'm with. So let's say plane. Ah, depends on who's Lance is with now. Because <laughs> the plane, <laughs> so does that mean because the plane can get you there quicker? Right? Yeah, and the plane, you got the AirPods for the plane. Yeah, the AirPods. No, okay, one, no one's getting to me if I don't want anyone to get All right. Me, so. Well, you're not gonna, we're not going to play like <laughs> business out right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, resort or Airbnb? Oh man, if I don't have to tip resort. Okay. Um, yeah, so I like to do things myself if I can. Nice. Um, but I love Airbnbs too. So. Okay. Dine in or take out? And I guess dine in for the full experience, but I love take out. Okay. okay. TV or book? Another double answer. I love both, man. I can't I can't choose between the two. I'll say books. Books are heartwarming and and yeah, let's do books. Okay. And I think I know this one because I know you, but cats or dogs? Yep. Definitely dogs. Yep, definitely dog. I'm a proud uh, dog papa. So, yeah. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. And that's our uh, Pineapple Trunk sponsored by Nobody. Um, so if there's any uh, <laughs> faculty, staff, or student organizations that would love to, to sponsor the Pineapple Trunk section of the Pineapple Podcast, I am putting uh, that out there for anyone to sponsor this, this section. Maybe um, I will can sponsor it. Yeah, I will can be the first sponsor. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> um, sponsored by I will legacy. Um, but yeah, um, any other news updates or anything that you can think of? No, just look forward to meeting everyone and seeing you all. Um, just to echo what Cameron said, I, I also love this time of year. Um, I really do enjoy getting to meet everyone and working with all of you students. So we're we're really excited. Um, it is a genuine smile when you see it on our face, I promise you. So yeah, we're excited to meet everyone. All right. Absolutely. Um, so again, from myself, Cameron Leonard, Lance Donovan, we will see you guys at orientation. Um, and you guys have a great subscribe to the Pineapple Podcast. Um, and we'll see you on the next one.
You guys have a good one. All right. Let's see. Thanks, Lance, for stopping by the Pineapple Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I can't wait to see everyone out at orientation. And just like the intro says, I want everyone to know that you are very special. Until next time. Thank you. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh.